Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Edmo Show. So we are doing something a little bit different today. We are going to be streaming live from StreamYard onto Facebook, even though I know I said I'm not going to use Facebook anymore, but I just, this is a test trial run. So, uh, but before we get into anything, if you have a 400 to 699 credit score and want an increase, I have a connection that can legally erase negative things like repos, foreclosures, late payments, medical bills, student loans, evictions, and more. Just contact my friend, Michael Stanley Jr., the credit savage at 717-609-4888. Two nine and text the word credit. You'll get amazing results. So, if you guys have not heard, the president has just declared war on the American people. Now, I know that sounds a little hyperbolic, but why don't I just show you guys for yourselves? It, it, and just mind me, this is the first time we are using StreamYard, so things are things are still new. So, we are going to try this out right about now. Let me see. Uh, okay, why can't I? Uh, where is the overlay? Lord Jesus. See, this is what happens when you try to do things on the fly and it doesn't work. Okay, so layout. Well, you know what? Crap. Here we go. <laughs> I know what I'm doing wrong. I know what I'm doing wrong. So we are going to, well, since I can't get this stream up, I'm just, let me see if I can pull it up on the YouTube. All right, let me see if I can. Uh, Let me see. Crap. See, you know, I should be better than this, but I'm not. I'm terrible, you guys. I am very terrible. So we're going to try and look this thing up on YouTube because obviously the video that I have up is not is not being able to be shared on um, on the YouTube. So let's see here. See if I can find the video that I looked up before. Sorry about that. All right, so this, I think this was about what? I'm trying to see, okay. Let's see if we can get this thing up and running. Let me go ahead and mute that real quick so while the, the ads are playing. Okay, so for whatever reason, uh, StreamYard is telling me that it can't. Uh, maybe it's just some more stuff I got to do. But, you know, I'm just going to play the audio from from my computer uh, so that way you guys can hear it. Let me see if I can find that video because I had to minimize it. You know, all this, you know, you got to build it while you fly, people. Build it while you fly. All right, here we go. There we go. So let's go ahead and play this right here. Highly contagious Delta variant 
that I began to warn America about back in July spread late summer like it did in other countries before us. While the vaccines provide strong protection for the vaccinated, we read about and hear about and we see the stories of hospitalized people, people on their deathbeds among the unvaccinated over the past few weeks. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And it's caused by the fact that despite America having unprecedented and successful vaccination program, despite the fact that for almost five months, free vaccines have been available in 80,000 different locations, we still have nearly 80 million Americans who have failed to get the shot. And to make matters worse, there are elected officials actively working to undermine the fight against COVID-19. Instead of encouraging people to get vaccinated and mask up, they're ordering mobile morgues for the unvaccinated dying from COVID in their communities. This is totally unacceptable. The unvaccinated overcrowd our hospitals or overrunning emergency rooms and intensive care units, leaving no room for someone with a heart attack or pancreatitis or cancer. And a distinct minority of Americans supported by a distinct minority of elected officials, are keeping us from turning the corner. These pandemic politics, as I refer to, are, are, make, are making people sick, causing unvaccinated people to die. We cannot allow these actions to stand in the way of protecting the large majority of Americans who have done their part. They want to get back to life as normal. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you, the people you work with, the people you care about, the people you love. My job as president is to protect all Americans. So tonight, I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated or show a negative test at least once a week. Some of the biggest companies are already requiring this. The bottom line, we're going to protect vaccinated workers from unvaccinated coworkers. We're going to reduce the spread of COVID-19 by increasing the share of the workforce that is vaccinated in businesses all across America. I will sign an executive order that will now require all executive branch federal employees to be vaccinated, all. And I've signed another executive order that will require federal contractors to do the same. If you want to work with the federal government and do business with us, get vaccinated. If you want to do business with the federal government, vaccinate your workforce. And tonight, I'm removing one of the last remaining obstacles that make it difficult for you to get vaccinated. The Department of Labor will require employers with 100 or more workers to give those workers paid time off to get vaccinated. No one should lose pay in order to get vaccinated or take a loved one to get vaccinated. All right. So as you guys can see there, that was the president talking about how he wants to uh, vaccinate everybody and pretty much forcing you to, to yeah, to, to get vaccinated. 
And to me, like that, this whole thing is just, it's, it's a bit scary because one, the media is not talking about all the cases that people are having when, um, that people are having who have had the shot and have adverse effects. I've, uh, I've shared a video of a kid on my Instagram and later my Facebook, uh, well, the Edmo show Instagram who talked about how he was a, um, an athlete in college and he ended up getting the, the second shot for the Pfizer. And then he ended up with some sort of heart condition because of the shot, perfectly healthy kid. He's a one athlete, all types of other stuff. There's no reason why he should be having heart issues. Now, the concerning thing is that the president thinks that he can just make us do whatever he wants. And I, and that's been a growing concern for the last couple of years. Um, even with Obama, with, um, with Obamacare and all this other stuff, the president over the past couple of years, the presidents have been assuming more and more power. And we as idiots go along with it. The president does not have any sort of power whatsoever to mandate what you put inside of your body. However, his VP Kamala Harris is going to go out and and talk about how women are being affected by uh, not being able to have the right to uh, have abortions. Now, the concern with that is she used the whole phrase of my body, my choice. However, when her boss goes out on national television and and pretty much takes away your body, your choice, he said this is not about freedom. This is not about your choice. He's trying to say for the safety of America that you don't have a right to your body. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's it's just crazy. And and. Conspiracy theorists and and other types of people for years have been warning us about this. People have been talking about this for decades, just ongoing. And it's just crazy now the fact that we have some sort of geriatric, you know, buttwad in the in the White House who can say, well, because of COVID-19, I can make you get the get the vaccine. We all said once it got FDA approved, there's nothing stopping the government from saying that they are going to make you do it. However, they like to forget that we have constitutional rights. Now, so what I'm going to do here is I got, I have the articles, um, article two, which talks about the president's power. And a lot of us over time, a lot of us are willfully ignorant. We don't like to research things. We'll research BS. Or we'll research things that don't matter at all. I've even heard um, people say, well, um, I don't care about politics because it doesn't affect me. Yes, it does. Politics is the interaction of people. That's all it is. Anytime your taxes go up, uh, the cost of groceries, the cost of gas, politics affects you in every way, shape, and form. There's no escaping it. You can sit here and say, well, I don't care. It doesn't matter. They're going to do what they want anyway. They're using you, the willfully ignorant, the people who don't want to get involved because they say, oh, my vote doesn't matter. Because you've already became so desensitized. And as we see in the 2020 election, and yeah, I'm going to say it. The, they stole the election from you. We saw in real time how they were able to steal the election. We saw in real time how they try to make arguments for mail-in ballots. Try to say, oh, well, because of COVID-19, they've been pimping this whole thing since day one. And they're using you, the willfully ignorant and the political, the politically hateful. 
And the reason why I say the politically hateful is because they got so many of you so upset about Donald Trump. They got you so upset about conservatism, about the Republican Party and all types of other stuff. They got you. They mobilized you through your emotions to where you went and pulled the ballot for this geriatric fuck who's going to make you put something that is chemically harmful to your body. Where are all the people who voted for Don, for Joe Biden saying, oh, yeah, I agree. And, and the scary thing is I've seen people I've seen people on the news that CNN, Don Lamont and his and his butt pounding boyfriend, uh, uh, Cuomo over there. They're over there talking about, yeah, we should make the American people start taking the vaccine. If you want to see what the Democratic Party does, watch the news. The, the CNN, the MSNBCs, they will foreshadow everything that the Democratic Party does. There's no stopping it. They like and there's so many people who watch CNN religiously. They don't watch anything else. They don't care about anything else. The only thing that they cared about was getting Donald Trump out of office. We even heard Hillary Clinton say, never let a crisis go to waste. Never let anything go to waste. Hell, we even saw Nancy Pelosi say and talk about, well, I can't. Sorry. Nancy Pelosi talking about how she can't make people do um, take the vaccine. They were getting you ready for the vaccine by making you wear the mask. Don't wear the mask. Don't get the shot. Do not comply with these tyrannical mandates. Now, if you want to, do it. If you want to wear the mask because you feel for your own safety, if you want to wear, if you want to get the vaccine because, you know, you're probably one of those ones who are or more at risk, even though the, vac- the virus is 99, excuse me, 99% survivable. I had it. My wife has had it. And they lied to you about the death numbers. They were conflating people who died with COVID versus the people who died from COVID. The people who died from COVID exclusively is less than 10%. Less than 10%. So again, why do we have all so much outrage over the minority of the minority? It's crazy. But... Here, I'm going to read to you since I can't show you because I don't know why I, I, I'm not able to show you guys on StreamYard. But um, it says Article 2, Section 1, and this is about the president. The executive power shall be vested to the president of the United States of America. He shall hold his office during a term of four years and together with the vice president chosen uh, for the same term be elected as follows. Each state shall appoint in such a manner as the legislature thereof may direct a number of equal of a number of of electors equal to the whole number of senators and representatives to which the state may be entitled in the Congress. But no senator or representative or person holding an office of trust or profit under the United States shall be appointed and it shall be appointed an elector. The elector shall be in their representative. Uh, okay, so we're sitting here talking about voting. Uh, I'm going to skip down because that's a lot to read. All right, so section two. 
The president shall be the commander in chief of the army and navy of the United States and the militia of the several states. When called into actual service the United, uh, of the United States, he may require the opinion in writing of principal officers in each of the executive departments. Upon any subject relating to the duties of their respective offices, he shall have power to grant representatives and pardon for offenses against the United States, except in cases of impeachment. He shall have power by, by and with the advice and consent of the Senate to make treaties, provide thir- uh, two-thirds of the senators present occur. He shall nominate and by with advice and consent of the Senate shall appoint ambassadors, other public ministers, consuls, judges of the Supreme Court, and all other officers of the United States whose appointment are not herein otherwise provided for and which shall be established by law. But Congress may by law vested the appointment of such inferior officers as they think proper in the president alone in the court of law or in the heads of the department. The president shall have power to fill up all vacancies that may happen during the recesses of Senate by granting commission, which shall expire at the end of the next session. All right. So um, article three, he shall from time to time get to um, time to time, give to the Congress information of the state of the union and recommend to their consideration such measures as he shall judge necessary and expedient. He may on extraordinary occasions convene both houses or either of them in uh, and in case of disagreement between them with respect to the time adjournment. He may adjourn them in to such time as he shall think proper. He shall receive ambassadors and other public ministers. He shall take care of, that the law be faithfully executed and shall commission all officers of the United States. And section four is just talking about impeachment. Oh, actually, let's go ahead and talk about that. The president, vice president, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. So, safe to say, I mean, you can make an argument that the president just committed treason against the American people because he's violating his oath of office. You can say that he is he is committing bribery because he's forcing people to get the vaccine and paying these vaccination companies. So, uh, but I also, and I'm getting all this from uh, Cornell Law School. So now I'm going to look up executive orders. An executive orders is a declaration by the gov- by the president or a governor, which has the force of law, usually based on existing statutory powers. They do not require any actions by the Congress or state legislators to take effect. The legislator cannot overturn them. For example, uh, well, they give an example there about the Iraq war. The executive order was issued pursuant of congressional statutes, the International Emergency Economic Power Act and National Emergencies Act. So the president is trying to use this under national emergencies. But again, why are we sitting here with a national emergency act when we have more people per cap per year who die from the flu than from COVID? We have more people who who've gotten over COVID. The COVID is 99% survivable. So why are you making this a national emergencies act? 
Recent uh, presidential executive orders, memoranda, and proclamations are example here of yada, yada, yada. So they gave a list. So uh, let's go ahead and read. Uh, Let's just go ahead. Um, I'm going to read right here the executive branch. And this is from the whitehouse.gov. The power of the executive branch is vested to the president, who also acts as a head of state and commander in chief of the armed forces. The president is responsible for implementing and enforcing. Well, he's not really responsible for implementing laws. That's a legislative branch. So you need to scratch that out there, whitehouse.gov, and enforcing the laws written by Congress. And to that end, appoint the head of federal agencies including the cabinet vice president. The vice president is also part of the executive branch ready to assume the presidency. Such the need arises. The cabinet and independent federal agencies are responsible for the day-to-day enforcement of the administration of federal law. These departments and agencies have missions responsible as and responsibilities as widely divergent as those of the department of defense and the Environmental Protections Agency, the Social Security Administration, and Securities and Exchange Commissions. Uh, the president. The president is both, I just read all that, uh, he's pretty much saying that he's the commander-in-chief. Under Article 2 of the Constitution, the president is responsible for the execution and enforcement of laws created by, the con- created by Congress. Fifteen executive departments, each led by an appointed member of the president's cabinet, carry out day-to-day, yada, 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 talk about the CIA, cabinet, um, the president also appoints heads of more than 50 independent federal commissions, such as yada, yada, yada. The president has powers either to sign legislation into law or to veto a bill enacted by Congress, although Congress may override a veto with a two thirds vote of both houses. The executive branch conducts diplomacy with other nations and the president has the power to negotiate and sign treaties with the Senate's, uh, which the Senate ratifies. The president can issue executive orders which direct executive officers or clarify and further existing laws. The president also has the power to extend pardons and clemency for federal crimes. With these powers of several responsibilities among the constitutional requirements from time to time given to Congress information of the State of the Union and recommend to their consideration, such measures as he shall judge necessary and expedient. Although the president may fulfill these requirements in any way, he or she, because they added that, because, you know, they, I, I think they're planning to have Kamala Harris step in. Uh, presidents have traditionally given the State of the Union address to joint sessions, yada, yada, yada. So, and then they talk about all the, you know, the age requirements to be president and how president gets voted in. So let's go ahead and read his executive order. Cause remember this started out as just him verbal, like his verbal filth flying on the international news, but executive order on requiring a coronavirus disease, 2009 vaccination for 2019. What? Okay. Uh, coronavirus disease, 2019 vaccination for federal employees. By authority vested in me as president of the, uh, by as president by the Constitution, I don't think you were appointed by the Constitution because uh, we're just going to say um, faulty voting laws and states actually not adhering to their own voting laws. So, 
uh, appointed by the people, the powers that be, and the laws of the United States of America, including Section 3301, 3302, and 7301 of the Title V United States Code. It is hereby ordered as follows. Section 1, policy. It is a policy of my administration to halt the spread of corona, uh, coronavirus disease 2019, COVID-19, including the B16. 172 Delta variant. But, you know, they're not even talking about the Mew. They're not even talking about Mew. I think they're going to wait. They're going to hold off for the Mew so that way they can gut punch, you know, us as Americans. By relying on the best available data and science-based public health measures. No, you're not because you're not even listening to doctors who said you don't need these vaccines and you can treat COVID with already FDA-approved drugs. Okay, the Delta variant currently and currently the predominant variant of the virus of the United States is highly contagious and has led to a rapid rise in cases and hospitalizations. This nationwide public health emergency first declared by the Secretary of Health and Human Services on January 31st, 2020, remains in effect, as does the national emergencies concerning the coronavirus Delta uh, disease 2019 COVID-19 declared pursuant to the National Emergencies Act and Proclamation of 9994 of March 13, 2020, declaring a national emergency concerning the novel coronavirus disease. The Center of Disease Control and Prevention within the Department of Health and Human Services has determined that the best way to slow the spread is to prevent infection by the Delta variant or other variants to be vaccinated. COVID-19 vaccines are widely available in the United States. They protect people from getting infected and, and severely ill. Do they? Do they, though? And they significantly reduce the likelihood of hospitalizations and death. Do they? Do they, though? As of the date of this order, one of the COVID-19 variant Pfizer BioNTech... COVID-19 vaccine. I wonder why they're specifically saying Pfizer. We'll read more about it. Uh, also known as the Corminati, whatever. I'm not even going to try to butcher that. Has received approval from the FDA and two others, Moderna, COVID-19 vaccine, and Janssen, J-A-N-S-S-E-N, okay, Janssen, have been authorized by the FDA for emergency use. The FDA has determined that all three vaccines meet the rigorous standards for safety, effectiveness, and manufacturing qualities. Do they? Do they, though? I mean, because all these are new. These ain't battle-tested. You know, we don't know the long-term effects of these things. But I'm going to keep reading. Uh, the health and safety of the federal workforce and the health and safety members of the public with whom they interact are fundamentally and efficiently fundamental foundational to the efficiency of the civil service. I have determined that ensuring the health and safety of federal workforces and the efficiency of civil service require requires immediate action to protect federal workforce and individuals interacting with the federal workforce. So that means, People like me, because I am a contractor. I do work with a government agency. I'm not going to sit there and tell you who it is, though. Um, 
Um, where did I? Okay. It is essential that federal employees take all available steps to protect themselves and avoid spreading COVID-19 to their coworkers and members of the public. The CDC has found the best way to do so is to be vaccinated. The Safer Federal Workforce Task Force, established by the Executive Order 13991 of January 20th, 2021, has issued important guidance to protect federal workforce and individuals interacting with the federal workforce. Agencies also take an important action, including in some cases requiring COVID-19 vaccinations for members of their workforce. Accordingly, building on on these actions and in light of public health guidance regarding the most effective and necessary defense against COVID-19, I've determined that to promote the health and safety of the federal workforce and the efficiency of the civil service, it is necessary to, to require COVID-19 vaccinations for all federal employees su- subject to such expectations as required by law. Section two, mandatory COVID, coronavirus disease 19 vaccination for federal employees. Each agency shall implement to the extent consistent with applicable laws, a program to require COVID-19 vaccinations for all of its federal employees with exception only as required by law. But what you're saying is there is no exception. There is no exception based off what you've already said. So you're just putting that in there to cover your own ass. The task force shall issue guidance within seven days of the date of this order and agencies implemented of this requirement for all agencies covered by this order. Section three definition for the purposes of this order, the term agency means executive agencies as defined by yada, yada, yada. The term employee means employee defined by yada, yada, yada. Section four general provisions. Nothing in this order shall be construed to impair or otherwise affect the authority granted by law to the effect to the executive department or agencies and the heads thereof. The uh, uh, section two of part four, of section four, the functions of the director of office management budget uh, relating the budgetary administrator. Uh, this order shall be implemented consistent with. Okay, all the rest of this stuff is BS. So pretty much what he's saying: fuck you, get the damn virus. Whether uh, if you're a government employee, and if you are a contractor like myself who works for the government or who's contracted to the government. Now, when we played the video, he even said he's going to go to the department of labor, which is under the executive branch and mandate that any company with a hundred employees or more to get the coronavirus. I mean, to get the vaccine damn near the same thing because the vaccine doesn't protect you from getting the virus. We've already Prove that we've already heard that story several times on the news. So now um, let's look at some of the amendments that the president is violating. Let's start with the ninth, the ninth amendment. The ninth amendment says the enumeration in the constitution of certain rights shall be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. I am the people. You are the people, the Jack wagons who voted and did not vote for this butthole are the people. If you don't want to get the shot, you don't have to get the shot. So he is violating your ninth amendment. So let's go over this. The 10th amendment, the powers not delegated 
to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibit, prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. Like I said, the Ninth Amendment. Anything that's not written in the in the amendments, I mean, in the Constitution of the United States, the government can't sit there and make laws up for it. The Constitution is already written. Now, the only way that they can write these things in the law is if you get two thirds of the majority of the of the Senate and the House to vote on it and and pass it and agree on it. So the president can't just come out here and say, I'm going to sign an executive order because my patience is wearing thin because you assholes don't want to get the shot. Fuck you. Fuck you. Kiss my naturally high yellow ass, Mr. President. Now, this is the gusto right here. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech, uh, freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people to peacefully assemble and to petition the government for the readiness for the uh, for a redress of grievances. So now there's one aspect that I do want to highlight here, and that is religion. And why do, why do you say religion? Now, I'm going to... So, I wish I can show you. <sighs> this whole thing sucks. So, this is from the Children of God for Life. Uh, Cogforlife.org. Now, Cog for Life, they have already done the work, done the research on these companies that are FDA approved. Now, it says... Are any of the COVID-19 vaccines available that are not tested or produced using the cell line uh, derived from and aborted chi- uh, from an aborted child? And they simply said, no. For now, all vaccines for the coronavirus 19, uh, for the COVID-19 virus, which is kind of redundant, <laughs> being distributed are produced and or tested with cell lines that originate from an aborted child. Each person slash family must make a prudential decision with an informed uh, conscience uh, and do what is best for you and your family and your community. So they flat out just said no. So let's look at um, Moderna. It says here, the Moderna vaccine is a messenger RNA or mRNA vaccine. The messenger RNA or mRNA is found naturally in cells. It transfers the instructions from the from the DNA code. The sequence of nucleic acids to make the protein, the mRNA vaccine instructs a patient's cells to produce proteins. In this case, spike proteins found on the outer surface of the COVID-19 virus. This is part of the virus that interacts with our immune cells. By stimulating the production of spike proteins and antigens, antibody generators, the body builds an antibody uh, to it. Then if the body is infected with the whole coronavirus, it is prepared to fight it. Moderna's code of the vaccine is mRNA, sorry, that's our fax machine, mRNA-1273. So, it says here, fetal cell line. 
the HEK293 cell line originated from a healthy aborted child in the 1970s age unknown. Did uh, Moderna use the HEK293 fetal cell in research? Yes, they did in the research and development of the vaccine. In March of 2020, research explained in Science Journal that they expressed the 2019 NCOV spike, and I believe that's the uh, COVID-19 spike, in the perfusion confirmation uh, using the HEK293 cells. That means that they made the spike protein so they can so they could study it, and they used the HEK293 cells as a medium to express it in. In the preliminary report for from July 2020, research explained that the supplementary appendix that ACE2 overexpressing the 293 T cells were used in a neutralization assay. To detect the presence of antibodies, a test to make sure the vaccine works as it should. So that's Moderna. Let's go ahead and Pfizer. The Pfizer vaccine developed a conjunction with bio with BioNTech is a is an mRNA vaccine. And they go over that whole thing. Um, so uh, let's see. Fetal cell line, the again. HEK 293 cell line originated in a healthy aborted baby. So did Pfizer BioNTech use the HEK 293 fetal cell line in research? Yes, they did in the research and the development of the vaccine, similar to the ways that Moderna above did. They used the HEK 293 cell line for a te- for testing the vaccine. In September 2020, researchers explained that they used the HEK293 in the neutralization assay to detect the presence of antibodies and test uh, a test to make sure the vaccine worked as it should. And they trans they transfected the HEK293 cells to test expression. That means they added the vaccine to each step of the development to the cell to see if they produced the protein as expected. This is an in vitro in the lab mRNA expression test. The U.S. patent described how they made MR, how they made RNA molecules encoding the fusion proteins like the spike proteins and tested them in development. They use variety of cell lines, HEK293 among them but do not specify which cells, which cell line they use from COVID-19 vaccines. Again, they need to see if the vaccine was stable and worked as expected. Does Pfizer BioNTech use uh, HEK293 fetal cell lines in ongoing quality control testing during the manufacturing? We do not know. So that's Pfizer, another FDA approved. So Johnson and Johnson, Johnson and Johnson vaccine developed in conjunction with Janssen research development is an, is a, in adenovirus vector based vaccine. The adenoviral vector is generally engineered from the virus, uh, gen, engineered form of the virus. Johnson, Johnson explained the science behind their vaccine here. Uh, yeah, yada, yada, yada. So, uh, 
fetal cell line use. Advac technology uses PER.C6 cell line. Uh, originating in a healthy 18-week-old aborted child. Did Johnson & Johnson use the, P, the PERC6 fetal line cell in research and production? Yes, they did in the research and development of the vaccine, as explained in this scientific report from, Jan, from July 2020 in the, Natural Journal, in the Nature Journal and in, the, in this scientific report from September 20th, also in Nature Journal, the propagate uh, to propagate the virus in the peer in the per dot c six cells means uh, means to grow it in them. They will need to do this. Uh, they will need to do this in ongoing manufacturing. <sighs> so again, so how does your First Amendment right come into effect? So for someone like me. I am, I'm a Bible believer. I, you know, I, you could say I'm on long lines of Christianity, you know, uh, even though I don't like the term Christian, I'm more Messianic than anything because I follow the Messiah. So the Bible, let me get it out for you. This book, and I got other ones around the house. That book is against abortion. I don't care what denomination you have of Christianity, whether it's Catholic, whether it's Baptist, whether it's Protestant, whether it's, you know, like me, Messianic or whatever. The Bible is very clear. It is against abortion and feticide. If you guys are listening to the Edmo Show's Bible series, we talk about how God pretty much went ape shit over Egypt for killing the un- for killing the babies of the, the Hebrews. In Genesis, they talked about don't go into Canaan because of the heinous nature that they do. Abraham was tested from a culture that he already understood, which was sacrificing your child for rain, for good harvest. So the Bible is very clear against aborting and killing your kids. Now, some people are going to say, well, my body, my choice. You are correct. But you chose to get pregnant with your body. Because let's cut the bullshit by saying that abortions are abortions are, are, are just a clump of cells. No. No. By four weeks, there's a person in there with their own DNA, with their own organs. And if left alone, there'll be a child. Places like New York. You can abort your child up to the point of birth. And I've already said in previous episodes that abortion is the known, like one, you have to know that you're pregnant. Pregnant with what? Because based on human biology, you can't get pregnant by anything else other than a human being. Safe to say it's a human being in there. We have laws on the books where you can get jailed for destroying Bald eagle eggs. Bald eagles that aren't even born yet. So if I can go to jail for destroying bald eagles, how can you sanely articulate that aborting a child is not the same thing? 
So again, if you, if you are a, listen to me, if you are a Bible believing person of any facet, please do not take the vaccine. You are violating your, your Christian doctrine. You are violating your biblical law. Don't listen to this asinine president. Please stand up for yourself. They are using aborted children because I mean, why else are they making such abortion a big thing? You can't abort your kids anymore. Project Veritas already exposed that Planned Parenthood is selling aborted fetuses to research like this. How else? How else were we able to get the the PER.66? I mean, .c6. And how were we able to get the HEK? Unless someone sold it to them. Who sold it? Where are you getting this fetal cells from? From Planned Parenthood. Where your tax dollars are funding these psychopaths to kill your kids. I'm sick and tired of, of, of this whole discussion of this debate because it's disgusting. You are injecting the cells, the RNA from an aborted child from the 70s into your body because you're afraid of the sweet and sour flu because you can't sit the fuck down, drink a ginger ale, take some goddamn medicine and shut the fuck up. Yes, I am going raw on this one. And yeah, I'm going to go in a little long on this episode because how dare the president force me? Someone who obeys someone higher than him. You can't usurp my God. I'm sorry, bro. Even though you may think you can, fuck you. Because trust me, he got a bigger army than you do. And trust me, I am in no favor. Even when Donald Trump tried to, uh, if Donald Trump even tried to uh, try to force the virus, I would say the same exact thing. Fuck you, Mr. President, with all due respect. Because you're not making me inject something in my body that I morally and biblically am against. And also you constitutionally can't make me fuck you. Now people are going to say, Oh, Edmo, you preach the Bible. You all this other stuff. Hey, I haven't seen anywhere yet. Disclaimer yet. I haven't seen anything in the Bible that says that I, to govern my word choices. I'm pretty sure fuck shit ass bitch and damn. I ain't really in the Bible like that. But anyway, <laughs> I digress because I'm pretty sure I'm going to get some Bible believers. I already got one in my comment section that kind of got on me saying, oh, you're a grotesque profanity. Okay. Jesus flipped tables and called the Pharisees vipers. If that ain't name calling, I don't know what is. But I'm just saying the president, you cannot make me inject anything in, in, in my body. I'm sorry, you cannot, whether I work for you or not. You have no ownership. And now, let's just get back to the thick of it. This is the Democratic Party. What part of democracy did you use? Because the democracy means the the will of the people. But we have seen, we have clearly seen what the principles and the ideology is of the Democratic Party for years, they don't care about you. They don't care about your vote. They don't care about what you think, 
feel or believe as long as you agree with them. That's the only thing that matters. And if you don't, they have companies like Google, like YouTube and Facebook where they can use to weaponize against you. You can't say anything, anything about the, about this virus unless you get demonetized. There's been plenty of people on YouTube. Thank God I'm not that big on, on social media yet. But thank God that I don't have to deal with that. Alfonso Rachel, they blacklisted him. My friend, they blacklisted him. All because he had the balls to speak the truth. And please go check out his stuff on, on Rumble. He's still on YouTube, but you're not really going to get any alerts from him. Please check him out on YouTube and Rumble. Joe Rogan, he went out and used um, uh, Invector, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Ivermectin. He used ivermectin and a host of other drugs of, prescribed by his doctor. And what does CNN say? He's using horse tra- He's using horse dewormer. Even though ivermectin is a Nobel Peace Prize winning pharmaceutical drug. Hydroxychloroquine, same thing. So unless you plan on getting the shot, don't nothing else work uh, uh, in the in the eyes of the media or this administration, or the government at large. Because remember, some of the same assholes that were in during the Trump administration are the same ones pushing this nonsense now. Kamala Harris. How the hell this bitch go from being a senator to being vice president in the middle of her damn term, of her senator term? And this hoochie want to sit here and talk about... Abortions, you have a choice to your body. Oh, they're making a vigilante squad to come after you if you get an abortion. Yes. First of all, that's not even true. No one's making a vigilante force. Only thing that they're saying is you can't abort your kids after six weeks. But this bitch is over here saying, my body, my choice. Where's that in this argument? Also, you don't have a constitutional protection to abortion. You don't. There's no protection for you in the Constitution for abortion. There just isn't. Roe v. Wade was bad law, as I said in the previous episode. So how dare the president, this administration, and whoever else makes you Get the virus. Make you get the shot. Same damn thing. the The shot is the virus, you know. And I'm gonna I'm gonna raise this question because I remember in 2019 when COVID 19 just happened, and there were some people speculating it was here before then. And Fauci has already been found. Like they've already got ironclad proof that he paid for it to the WHO. For, uh, I forgot what it was called. Uh, forgot what it was called. Anyway, they already got ironclad proof on Fauci. However, they're not doing anything. Rand Paul is pretty much fighting by himself on this one. But COVID-19, remember, it was one shot. When, 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 uh, when they finally came out with a virus, with the, with the vaccine, it was one shot. But then along came Moderna and Johnson and Johnson talking about, oh, two shots. Then Pfizer, two 
two shots. Now it's two shots and a booster. Now it's three shots. How the fuck is this shit like? How does this shit work if you keep needing not one shot, two shot, but now a booster? And now with the with the mu variant that they're not talking about yet. What are you going to do against that? We've been masked up and sheltered in place for how long? Obviously, the masks don't work. The masks haven't stopped the spread. Remember, 15 days to stop the spread. We're in September of 2021. That was back in March of 2019, I believe. Or 2020. So it's been over a year. Masks don't work. Shelter in place don't work. If anything, people are getting fatter and sicker. They don't talk about the obesity epidemic. All these fat fucks walking around here. They're not talking about how the mask, you're breathing carbon dioxide into a mask and the bacteria and funk from your face on the mask and you're breathing it back in. And Fauci even said the mask that you're wearing does nothing. So why do we have a mask mandate if the mask that you're wearing does nothing? It's insane. It's retarded. Why are you sitting here wearing a mask with your own face funk? Breathing in your own bacteria that causes respiratory issues, which makes you more likely to get the coronavirus. Oh, but to get a shot... And if for, and they've even said on several sources, and I'm going to track down these sources, and I've heard doctors saying it. Hell, Red Cross even said at one time before they took it down that if you took any sort of COVID-19 vaccine, you cannot donate blood because the vaccine in your bloodstream just killed all the antibodies. Your immune system, it, like it's like it never even happened. So again, what's the point of getting this vaccine, especially for someone like me, my wife and other people? We've actually got the antibody because we got the virus. There's more and more research coming out. Hell, um, crap, my phone. I saw an article today on Epic Times. Epic Times says FDA leaders, other scientists say most people don't need vaccine boosters. Because you... Let your immune system work. You come in contact with the, with a COVID virus, a coronavirus every year. This COVID-19 is nothing but an Arnold Schwarzenegger version or a Randy Coleman version of a regular cold virus. It's just been manufactured and spliced with monkey and bat DNA. So why are you injecting yourself with this virus, with this vaccine that has already been manufactured by man and <laughs> with a vaccine that has stem cells from aborted babies. If you've already gotten the vaccine and, 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 and I'm not blaming you if you already did, if you already did because you made a conscious decision, but you believe in this book, the Bible, you believe in the Bible, I'm going to have to ask you to repent and ask God for forgiveness because you didn't know. But now you know. When you know better, you do better. But now you know, you know without a shadow of a doubt that all these vaccines 
have aborted baby cell tissue in it, derived from it. Why else does the government, why else does the government fight so hard to keep abortions so that way they can keep studying it? They want you to abort your babies. Especially you black people, my brothers and sisters, like, yeah, especially us. They want us to kill our own kids. They don't want us to be prosperous. Now, I know I've said in the past, you know, I I think this whole racism shit is bullshit. But they want you to keep aborting your kids. They want you to keep voting for them because you keep them in power. Look at Larry Elder. They're attacking Larry Elder by calling him the black face of white supremacy. All because he wants to empower the parents. He wants you, the parents, to have school choice. In California. I'm sorry, like, I'm I'm thoroughly pissed off. And I said, like, this episode is going to go a little bit long because I just, I had to go in. I had to. There was no way around it. I had to go in. It's disgusting what this administration is doing. It's disgusting to force now me and my wife, we may on because we're both contractors, we may we may be on the chopping block to get this unless unless people start fighting back. I'm going to try my hardest to fight back as long as I can. But it's sad that now what they're doing is they're threatening your livelihood. They want you to be poor and dependent on them. It's disgusting. Just look at just look at everything that they talk about. They're against the 1%. They're against the wealthy. They tax you into oblivion. Hell, I got a plan. We can solve poverty today. If we got rid of income tax, you're already paying taxes in everything that you do and everything that you buy. But if you are entitled to keep your money. And, and I think this now poverty is a you problem. Now, there are some people who are poor because of medical issues, medical concerns. But again, it's still a you issue because people don't sit here and take time, especially us young people. We don't buy insurances. Because we feel like we don't need them. Because we feel invincible. You don't put things into place when you're clean, when you're good. Some people say, oh, well, it's so expensive. Because you keep depending on the government to do it. Of course, anything. And people want to say, oh, well, this is, this is the downside of, of, of capitalism. No, it's not. This is cronyism. This is cronyism. Because if the government got out of healthcare and welfare tomorrow, where are the insurance companies going to go? They're going to come to you. They're going to ask you for your dollars. They're going to compete for you. Because that is how capitalism and the free market works. Auto insurance is cheap as fuck. You can get auto insurance for as little as $20 a month. You can get dental insurance. I got dental insurance for 12 bucks that cover $12 a month that covers everything. Dental and car insurance are cheap, but however, medical insurance is crazy high. Why? Because the government subsidizes it. The government pays these, 
pay these companies. That way they can jack up their rates because either way they're going to get money because either you are going to pay for out of pocket or you're going to run to the government either to buy your job or your company is going to run to the government to get you this health care. I'm just saying, people, all this shit is disgusting. Please research what's going on. Please fight back. Please contact your state representative, contact your senator and tell them no. And if a senator doesn't want to listen to you, if a senator doesn't like if. Like do everything in your legal power. Get 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 signatures to stop this. Collect as many signatures as you can. Give it to your senator. And if your senator says no, get his ass out of office. His or her ass. Remove them. Because remember, they work for you. I hate, I hate it when I was reading this, this whole White House thing. Saying, I'm the leader of the free world. No, the fuck he's not. He's the servant. He's a servant of the American people. That is it. That is it. Like, the, the, Stop treating these people as if they're royalty or they're nobility. That's why they keep staying in office. Vote their asses out. Get them out. Start exposing them. Start holding their asses accountable. Hell, start suing them. There's already companies, there's already states that are suing the president, that is suing the executive branch. All I'm saying is get in the fight because the longer you don't fight, the more passive you are, the more, um, and some people is like, well, I, I got to, I got I to gotta pay for my livelihood. I understand that fear. Trust me, I got a mortgage. I got a wife to take care of. I got a whole host of things I got to do. But all I'm saying here saying is, when are you going to nut up and do something about it instead of complaining? People complain, especially us black folks. We complain all the time about systematic oppression and systematic racism. And we think, oh, we give money to Black Lives Matter who doesn't do anything for us. And then we still bitch and complain about the same problems. But if someone like Larry Elder or somebody else who steps up and wants to run for office, you call them an Uncle Tom, even though that's a compliment. You call them a bootlicking Uncle Tom and you and you call them a sellout, even though they're looking out for you because you don't want to do nothing. All I'm saying is like y'all better y'all better wise up real quick because this tyranny is coming. And the only the only response that will happen from this tyranny is bloodshed and tears. We've already fought one tyrant. It may be time that we do it again. And I'm not sitting here saying, you know, I'm not sitting here saying like, let's repeat January 6th. But um, you saw what happened when, when you messed with the voting, right? Unarmed people stormed the Capitol. Just saying, even though, even though the crooked FBI started it. But I'm just saying, like, if this, if this tyranny, if this tyranny continues, trust me, it's going to get a hell of a lot worse before it gets better. Unless we do something now. You know, because this this cannot stand. I'm sorry. As as someone who who's a Bible believer, I'm not injecting myself with aborted babies. I'm just not. And I hope you and I hope you I hope you're with me. So until then, um let me uh let me get out of here. But first, let's uh let's ask Bernie. I am once again asking 
for your financial support. Thank you, Bernie. We are asking for your financial support. So if you want to help us out, please, in any way, shape, or form, you guys can also go to uh, to Wilder Tactical. Use the code EDMO21 to get yourself a nice little discount at, uh, at checkout, or we have a PayPal. Uh, the PayPal description will be in the podcast uh, description link. Uh, please donate however much is in your heart. But if you are down to your lonely bottom crusty dollar, please keep it. And just give us five stars, a like, a subscribe, and a comment. And if you guys want to get involved with the Edmo Show, if you guys want to ask questions, if you guys want to give us pointers, or if you guys just want to connect to us, you guys can go uh, to theedmoshow at gmail.com, and we will see you guys later. Peace out.